What is going on, everybody? It is me, your co-host, Rob G, and as always, P90 with me. Hi, guys. Welcome to Get Your Nerd On, episode number nine. We've made it. We made it. We're about to be in the double digits. Uh, sorry we're a little delayed with this episode. Uh, trying to get a good time where we can both meet and podcast. It's getting slightly harder and harder. But uh, we're, we're making it work. We're making it work. What's up, man? How you been? Uh, good. Um, it's finally warm now. Allergy season's kicking my ass. Other than that, though. You know, it's funny. I was just having a conversation with, I think it was my boss. We were talking about how, as working men, we hate the winter and snow because we have to get out of our house and shove off our car. Now we wouldn't mind it. So we wish for summer or like a hotter weather. That shit comes and it's like, nah. Oh, we hate it. No. I, I want to move out of uh new england so especially fairfield county uh so bad just because like i spent all winter bitching about how cold it is and then we have about like one month in this case fucking two weeks mm-hmm. of genuinely just like nice weather my my favorite weather is when it's sunny um and it's warm enough where i can wear a t-shirt but it's also cool enough where i can wear jeans i yeah. love wearing a jean uh jeans with a t-shirt maybe like or or shorts with a hoodie mm-hmm. um yeah i want to always be able to wear my hoodie like a, a low 70 yeah it's good it's between 60s and 70s because it's like it's always gonna or, have that nice chill or i can do like out. 80s with like a nice breeze yeah exactly but another issue is it's just always humid when it's hot here it's humid. oh no it's 100 percent of the time horrendous man the humidity here is awful and it's like, you know how it's like humid and then like when it's raining or when it rains, the humidity is supposed to go away. Nope. Yeah. Not no, over here. Not here. Not it, uh, it makes it worse, if anything. Oh, honestly. yeah. No, it makes it way worse. All right. So we kicking it off with the games today? Yep. Well, I got some interesting things like Watch Dog 3, Watch Dogs 3 leak that uh came out over the week. And I mean, it was mainly just someone showing, I guess, an email or something like that. That Watch Dogs 3 was going to be um, teased two weeks before E3 and then have a full gameplay reveal at E3 and release in 2019 uh, of November. It was saying that it was set in London. The main character is a young na- bleh, young lady named Sarah. She's half Asian, half English. That's dope to me. I fuck with this already. She works for a counter-terrorist organization in a branch that's uh, specializes in stopping cyber attacks she is tasked with infiltrating a hacker group bringing their operation down and finding out who is in charge you won't be able to use weapons like guns or knives but instead batons tasers and other non-lethal weapons which i don't i think the first one had lethal weapons but you had a baton in it uh, you know what i wonder if that how that's going to work. I hope they focus more on the hacking then and I can use the hacking to my disposal cuz taking out weapons is it's very um not watchdogs. Yeah, for <laughs> the watchdogs that we got, it's not watchdogs. You're getting shot at a lot in watchdogs like so I wonder how they're going to make this. They're going to turn it to like a splinter cellish stealthy thing so I could use my hacking a lot more to my ability if I only have a baton and like a taser per se. Like I can't wait. I'm actually looking forward to that shit. 
because I love Watch Dogs. Yeah, I, I mean, the first one. Yeah, I was about to say like I only well, we had this conversation before that. Um, I've only played the first one and I genuinely enjoyed it, although it was a disappointment of how much they promised us to how much we actually got. Yeah, that's why I hope when they show us this stuff at E3, I hope they listen to us and they care about us and give us stuff. Because the thing is, Ubisoft is a good company, first off. They make... Yeah, they are. 95% of the time, they make great games and they please their customers. Like, all the Assassin's Creed games, after they fixed Unity, it became one of the most loved games again in Assassin's Creed. All the Splinter Cell games were loved. Um... Almost every Ghost Recon Tom Clancy game was loved. Like, they do a good job. So if they happen to not listen to us. They're a solid B plus, A minus gaming company, like, consistently. For sure. I could definitely agree with that grade. Because I can't really think of anything that they do to piss me off. Although, other fans might be angry about the fact that Skull and Bones, which is also by Ubisoft, got, um... It's a pirate-focused game. It's the one on the water, right? Yeah. Where you're just a, uh, you're a pirate ship the entire time? Yep. It's strictly like if you're a big-ass pirate fan, you're just being a pirate. And you just, like, look for treasure or something like that? I believe it. Yeah, it's like looking for treasure, fighting other ships. There might be times when you're off the boat, but I think it's mainly supposed to be on the boat. Yeah, it's like game. a... Yeah, 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 I know that one. But it's um, it has been delayed again, apparently, until 2020. Oh, I thought that was like a sequel of what game? Life? There's a Sea of Thieves. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking no, that's about. That's the Xbox exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. That's that garbage game I was thinking about. You know, I've actually heard it's pretty good. I think I'm gonna Skull give it a try. Bones. Which one did I? Oh, I did see the trailer because they released they, the trailer. Yeah, they showed um, us a trailer last E3, I believe. Yeah, it was. yeah, okay. And okay, you just saw like it looked like really cool graphics of a pirate. It was more like a teaser. It's like a zoom out, and then he's on his ship, and I think mm-hmm. it was a storm or whatever. Yeah, and then they stopped it. But, um, yeah, that's the issue. Although, there is some good news for us people. Ubisoft has three planned games from the beginning of January to the end of March that have not been announced. We should have just named this segment Ubisoft News. For sure. Well, actually, I think that's the end of them. Oh. But they have three games that we know nothing about that haven't been announced, delayed, or teased coming in this year technically i don't know if they're going to be at e3 but they do plan on releasing them so says a report and somebody who works at ubisoft made a stupid tweet and said that he was working on the next splinter cell and then ubisoft was like no 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 one's working on splinter cell i'm sorry he likes to joke around and i was kind of i really hope it's true yeah me too i I hope that's one of those games and he was not supposed to say anything like not even joke and super hush hush and yeah because they got a pay cut that year yeah for sure that month they attacked him quickly they're like yeah no uh he's a funny guy he likes to make jokes a (laughs) lot and uh yeah nothing's coming guys so uh rocksteady's working on something um i think it's a new gta People are speculating that it's a new Bully 2. You mean Rockstar. Rocksteady's a Batman people. Ah, shit. Yeah, <laughs> Rockstar. But yeah, um, I have heard so many rumors for the new GTA yeah, I mean, that I kind of believe that's the Did you, did you hear the one thing. that it's um, they're essentially uh, combining the last three games? Yeah, it'd be like Vice City's... Uh, Liberty City and whatever that um, GTA 4 was. 
Or five. Uh, what, what was the last one? Five? Yeah, that's technically the California. LA one. Yeah. Whatever that. The, I can't remember the name of the map. Whatever fake LA was called. But yeah, so then you could like fly to each um, um, location. That'd be really cool. I would like a big Grand Theft Auto game as long as they... If they've been working on this since like the end of Grand Theft Auto 5, then that's cool with me. Because then I would assume that there are more activities for me to do, more buildings to go into. Because I don't want you to just give me a big field. I want you to give me a big field and make it highly interactive as much yeah. as you can. I know it's a lot of work, but like... But they also, they don't have to, they only have to remaster Liberty City, really. And just add a few more like attractions, like you're saying. Yeah. And then Vice City, they also just have to remaster that and then just... That'd be a lot of studying because Vice City came out back during Xbox One days, PS2 days. So that's like... That and Liberty City will take some time to redo. Right, but, but they I do mean, have it's a lot easier than re like starting from scratch. Yeah, like doing a new spot like say Chicago, yeah. place they've never done. What um did you like how you can change characters? I did GTA... enjoy that. Um, what was the last one? Four or five? Five. Five. I fucked with it. Uh, I mean, I only use Franklin because he's black. So, <laughs> I well, I'm also I'm a car guy, so I liked Franklin more because it was more car he had, heavy. Yeah um other than that i fucked with trevor i didn't really use uh yeah, michael that much yeah me either his story was good but i didn't he, care he for definitely had the best him. story but uh him as a character character to play like i didn't really Nah. uh yeah like like you said i go franklin then um trevor. trevor then mike i like trevor's attitude the whole game i didn't like his story because he was too much of a dick for me he was like another handsome jack yeah. But the things he did was hella funny. Yeah, it was fun to just kind of, like, take a break and then just play, like, Trevor and then just, like, laugh and, and then go, all right, let's go back to, like, a real story mode, per yeah, se. Yeah, exactly. Because there was this one time he was screwing uh, Johnny the biker dude's girl or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, yo, what are you doing? That's my girl. And he's like, no, it's mine. And then just punches him in the face. Like, Actually, yeah, now that you mentioned, I miss that DLC. The biker the, DLC yeah, for GTA Lost in the Damned. Yeah, that was awesome. I'm a, I, I say this all the time. The Ballad of, the Gay, of Gay Tony was my favorite DLC. I never played that one. That shit was raw. Like, I understand people liking the bike gang one because you were on the bikes. You really felt like you were in the gang. But the Ballad of Gay Tony one, it opened up a couple of, like, nightlife things for online play and regular play. And on top of that, I know it was, that it, was just dope. It was a big DLC, right? Yeah, it was. Because... It added more stuff than Lost in the Dam. Like, it added parachuting into the game. It added um, a bunch of... I think it was this joint where you change vehicles, like, mm-hmm. and erase stuff. Like, it added mad stuff for the online. The story added... Opened up a couple buildings to add clubs in it. Like, it was just mad dope. And I didn't know that Tony was into so much shit. He was always helping everybody out. Like, the biker gang, it was mad. It was cool, but it was expectable because it was a biker gang in GTA. You know what I kind of want to see um, in the new GTA, if anything? Mm. Maybe not. <clears throat> Excuse me. I liked how they, um, in, in GTA 5, how we were switching characters, but maybe not do three. Maybe switch between two and do like uh, a brother-sister combo and that they're criminals or something. Oh, That'd be you know what would be dope? Because Rock uh, fucking Rockstar hasn't had a main female protagonist um, protagonist yet so it'd be dope uh, to have um if it was like a brother sister combo one was 
like the sister was like a grifter. Like mm -hmm. they're both like con artists who steal from, you know, rich people or whatever, or like, and then they get like involved with the mafia or whatever. Like they went that route. That'd be, I'd, I'd play that game. That actually sounds kind of a cool. Like, uh, I would, I'd fuck with that. That'd be a uh, similar to like the play style would probably be similar to, um, what's that game assassin's creed syndicate because they had two players in there and you swap back between them their missions kind of intertwined and then they had separate missions i could fuck with that you know gta needs to hire us man they need see the fans be coming up with some better stories sometimes than the actual people who make the fucking games <laughs> speaking of games that we're looking forward to are you a fan of the black ops series no you don't like the Black Ops ones? I the first one was okay, um, and then I just I didn't care after that. Fair enough. Well, Black Ops Five is coming in twenty twenty. Because... They're on the fifth Black Ops. Yeah. Black Ops Four came out this year, and then the new oh, Modern yeah. Warfare is gonna come out this upcoming year. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. And then Sledgehammer, who made um, Modern Warfare Three, I believe it was. I think it was Sledgehammer and uh, Treyarch. Yeah, it was a... Uh, because they were still two. teaming up. And then after uh, um, after MW3, they everyone split. And then they rotated between the years. They were supposed... Sledgehammer was supposed to make a game this year. But they are not anymore. Uh, they said that the game production is messy. And it's flowing through. So... Um, Treyarch is going to be making the next one again, which will be in 2020. I'm okay with that. I like Treyarch. That's it. It's funny though because it's like Call of Duty turned to a three-year cycle, and your game's falling through a year before you're supposed to drop it. Like, yeah, you, you not know, sure what's you, happening. You knew but your time was coming. Like, you, you it's a been scheduled system. Yeah, exactly. And Call of Duty, unless they're trying something extremely new, Call yeah. of Duty's such a copy and paste thing. That I'm baffled that that's becoming an issue. Although I have a very interesting question, and that is, why is Netflix going to be at E3 trying to get into video games? As long as they're doing kind of like a Redbox thing, I'm okay with that. Nope. They want to turn their TV shows, their popular ones, Oh, and games. I was actually going to mention that. that that's okay. I'll, I'll accept that because... Since Netflix is, you can watch on not just your phone, like now, like on Xbox and PlayStation and all these like other consoles and whatnot, mm -hmm. I'm okay with them doing interactive um, TV shows or movies. Because I mean, like, look at uh, Quantum Break. Mm -hmm. That was essentially a, a movie, so to speak, that you just played in between the chapters and, you know, your decisions that so like. I missed that game. That was a really good game. And there's this um there's this game called um The Night Watch. The The Late Shift, something oh, like that. Oh, the Late Shift, that's what it's called. Yeah. That's literally just a, a five hour movie um that you make decisions like the the Black Mirror games or mm -hmm. that Black Mirror episode. And, um, you know, obviously, uh, whatever you pick, it changes what, what happens. But, um, yeah, no, I, I'm okay with Netflix doing that. As long as they don't bombard us with other things. I think it's more for, like, kids. 
Um, I think that's a really good way to t- teach kids like these more um, educational shows. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize how educational like uh, these like real kid shows are. Obviously not like Teen Titan Go or like any of those. But um, the the TV was on and I was just having to be watching it for a split second. And um, it's the show was about like um, the, the cars were like people like the movie cars and mm-hmm. they were teaching kids about like engine combustion. Like the fuck? I know adults that don't even know how engines work and you all teaching like kids how to do that. That's actually So it's really cool. cool. So um I'm actually for those interactive TV shows uh, if they kind of focus more towards kids but then also adults cuz I think that could be really entertaining. Like imagine watching like a really thriller uh movie or TV series and you have to make decisions for the characters or whatnot. Bro, and, you know, it's not like you have 30 good. seconds to, it's like, you know, split second, you know, the, maybe, like maybe they'll, they'll put up like a little symbol to mm-hmm. inform you like, Hey, in five seconds, you're going to have to make a decision. And then you have to make that decision within like 10 seconds. So it's like the scenes don't really like pause. Like it's very fluid kind of transitions into your decisions or whatnot. Like, I, I think that's awesome. I got to see what they're doing. Cause they did the only game that Netflix legitimately made was the Stranger Things mobile game, which was like an 8-bit style thing. But if they do stuff like that, I'm down because they make really good movies 90% of the time or 80% of the time. I'm saying 80. 70. I'll even go with 70. There's actually a lot of movies of Netflix makes that you don't know about that are actually shit. Oh, no, I believe it. I've scrolled through the Netflix specific joints and i was just like nope 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 oh i'll watch this and guess what this was it was the silence and man that movie was that's the um uh, the quiet place and a bird box ripoff right Mm -hmm. which is kind of funny how they rip off their one of their own movies basically mad funny i wish you'd seen it so i could talk about it but that movie was no i'm not gonna waste my time with that Okay, so that movie was pretty crappy. Oh, um, I know. The the review said so itself. It felt like a 40-minute movie, but it was a... I've never watched a movie for an hour and t- 35 minutes, and it felt like 40 minutes. Like, maybe my brain shut off until a certain point, but I watched that movie, and then it was over. The, the girl was mute. I thought that was cool that she was mute. They were com- uh, communicating with sign language. She... It, I mean, that was about it. But, like, the creatures, all they had to do was hear you. You just couldn't speak. And, like, it was just... It's so simple. There's really nothing to say about it. They, Besides, it wasn't a good movie. Yeah, like, yeah. at the end, they survived. They just had to adapt, and the creatures adapted, too. And she turned... The girl turned into a hunting... Yo, that what, now it's Hunger Games? Yo, pretty much. Now it's just them versus the birds. She has a bow and arrow at the end of the movie with her boyfriend. These, like, pterodactyl birds are, like... Yeah, they're like, like pterod- pigeon birds. No, nah, they're like pterodactyl bats. Oh, okay. This movie is so weird. <laughs> Speaking of movies, I think it's time we move to the movies. Well, I have interesting news about movies. Go for it. Chris Rock is relaunching or rebooting the Saw, Saw. franchise. Yeah, I've seen that. I don't know how to feel about it. Because- I don't know how to feel about that either. I like Saw. I like Chris Rock. Um, if, if, if we learned one thing about comedians, especially from Jordan Peele specifically is comedians can be dark 
And to be honest, a lot of comedians are very dark. Like, um, to be funny, like, you kind of have to go to a dark place. You have to find humor in everything. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, so I saw kind of a specific franchise, like um, the, the Final Destination. Mm-hmm. So, but the, the good news is that Chris Rock uh, apparently is a very big Saw fan. So it's not like someone just like, hey, here's $10 million, make a movie for me. And he was just like, cool, payday. Like, right, so it's probably not going to turn into a comedy. No, that, no, no. That's it's, what I don't I, want. I, I, I think it's still going to be like a genuine, you know, fran- uh, Saw, Saw franchise okay. and whatnot. Um, just done in his mind. Just, yeah, whatever he can come up with. Um, that I'll be cool with. I'm not. I'm not too worried about it. I'm not saying it's gonna be great. I'm not. I'm not gonna, worried I'm not either. Co- I just don't want it to be funny. Well, there's definitely gonna be funny moments in it, but it's not gonna be a comedy. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, like someone's gonna say, like, like Batman in the comics. Mm-hmm. Batman's low key fucking hysterical. Um, it just, but he just kind of has like those sarcastic kind of or like witty moments, mm-hmm. um, or just things he does that are really funny. Um, so I think that's what the Saw movie's gonna be like. Then word, I'm looking forward to it. And I'm also looking forward to Maleficent because I'm a Disney fan. And that trailer looked really, really nice. Man, CGI and stuff is just getting so good over time. Because I watched the Maleficent trailer and everything just looked like I was in fucking a Disney world, bro. Like, that trailer just looked so good. Yeah, it did look good. I don't, personally, I don't really care for the movie. I never was into, um, like... The Disney that, villains and stuff. Yeah, um... But uh, I did watch the trailer, and it, it does look really good. I, I I would watch that movie based off um, a visual. Yeah. It's like another Avatar. Just looking at the trailer, yeah. if you know nothing about it, it just looks mad good. Like, yeah. everything they did. But then again, this is a Disney movie. I'm pretty sure they have their hands in it, so it better look good. Speaking of Avatar, Endgame finally passed Avatar. Yes, it did. Congrats to them. Yeah, poor uh, James Cameron because he had uh, he was he used to be in slot number two and three. Now he's in slot three and four. But although, uh, the next name. victim is Star Wars Force Awakens, I think. I know one star. Or, yeah, Force Awakens. That's still the number one domestic gross. Really? Yep. Huh. But uh, and Endgame is definitely gonna pass that. I don't know. Everyone's liking that John Wick. John Wick's not going to be nowhere near. No, not near, but it might stop Endgame for a minute. Yeah, but when if you think about it, though, Endgame's, what, only been two, three months? And it's already done that. Now, Force Awakens, Damn. it's been, what, two, three years? Yeah. So if... Okay. You know... And even like Avatar and Force Awakens went out. That took a while. Didn't it didn't do it as fast as Endgame. I think it took at least ha- half a year for um uh um lightsabers. Star Wars, there we go. Yeah. But this is all while it's in the movie theater, right? I think it's movie theaters and um like DVD sales. Okay, see, any, if that's the case, any, then any hell profit. Yeah. yeah, it's like any profit. I wasn't sure if they just uh, strict it to movie theaters or everything. Because if it's everything, yes. Uh, once that shit hits DVD uh, and digital sale, 
it's going off the fucking shelves. Oh, yeah. Sadly, I'm buying it because I just want to see the extended fight. And I watched that last fight a billion times. Like, I'll literally edit that DVD to just give me that last fight. I've come to grips with myself. I don't like that movie. (laughs) It's a phenomenal movie. Don't get me wrong, people. But I don't genuinely like it as a whole. It was nothing but a big-ass recap with a dope-ass fight at the end. Bro, they went back in time. We just saw a bunch of the old scenes mixed with a little bit of the new scenes. And then, big fight. Oh, and the beginning. That was completely new. So, yeah. I like Thanos getting his head chopped off. And then, you know, I was talking about this movie with someone at work. And then this random lady, customer, checking out. And my coworker says, wait, no spoilers, guys. And I'm like, okay, I got you. And this lady's like, yeah, why are you being so rude? That's so uncool. And I'm just like, all right, now, if it wasn't for my friend that I actually like who works at my job, I would be spoiling this right now without caring about you because the spoiler ban is over and... It's also been like a month. Like, it's over a month. If you haven't seen yeah, the movie seriously. yet... Then... And you're a grown woman. Like, this is a this is a lady who, honestly, I promise you, ha- there's definitely a time when she had time to go to the movies if she actually cared about the movie that much. You should have ruined Titanic for her, too. <laughs> spoiler. They all die. Except Rose, that bitch. Okay, just moved over. You know, someone actually did like a little drawing of how many different ways they could have switched. They could have alternated. They could have. There's so many different things. Get warm. Swap. Get warm. Start a fire. No, but <laughs> yeah, okay, and burn the wood. They would have been warm. You damn right. Hyperthermia wouldn't have kicked in. Um, Mortal Kombat. Uh, you mentioned John Wick though. Uh, John Wick already got a fourth movie. Yes. It's only been out one weekend. Yeah. Uh, I guess everyone loves it. Like I said last time, as long as he wants to keep doing it and the movies are selling, he's going to keep going. Listen, I want John Wick to go. It's one of those franchises where I also, I love, um, I want him to keep going, going, and going as well. Mm -hmm. I just hated how the first movie, it went from, you know, him taking over, you know, uh, killing like the the whole mafia. Mm -hmm. Cool. Done. And then the second movie, it's like, people are after him now. Okay, cool. So it's like, first it was one versus, let's say, 20. And then the second movie was like, one versus 80. And now this third movie, it kind of seems like one versus 1,000. And you're just like, all right, what the fuck's the next movie going to be like? Did you see it already? No, not yet. I was trying to watch it today, but then obviously we're we're recording today, and then I got to head to work. But um, maybe might catch it next tuesday i'm gonna see if my boy wants to watch it uh while i'm out in florida if not then i'm gonna try and catch it when i come home well we can we can cop it on tuesday yeah and then the last thing for movies is mortal kombat movie will be filmed in australia produced by james wan uh i I feel like i know movie he did i just can't think. yeah saw and aquaman yeah aquaman so i can you know what? I can actually see this working out yeah, really well. Absolutely. Because those two movies Shout alone, out to the Honda Civic driving by. I bet you it is, too. That's the only car. No, it's a Subi. It's a, my uh, neighbor, actually. Oh, you have one. A yeah, Subi who has... I mean, a neighbor. A Subi has a neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> a neighbor who has a Subi. Um, yeah, no. Mortal Kombat... I mean, Saw and Aquaman is exactly what you need in your like uh, profile to be able to do a Mortal Kombat... Saw's 
all bloody and stuff and then you got aquaman just just shows like how um creative he was yeah so i can i can definitely see that working out i'm looking forward to it just because even if it's trash mortal kombat movies are hella entertaining like uh i didn't finish the youtube series one but that was just fun to watch it was dope to see how uh i think it was machinima did it yeah i I miss when they used to actually be like heavy on the youtube stuff before they were still a thing i thought they um I don't think so. I haven't seen anything from yeah, them, like I, their logo I think, a lot. I think they um they closed down their offices. Damn, that sucks. Because they were doing some dope shit. They had a zombie joint called Bite Me. It was funny as hell. I used to watch it in high school. Achievement Hunters were really good. I, I think that was Machine Or is that Rooster Teeth? That's Rooster Teeth. Because oh, I, I remember one of them sounding like someone from Red vs. Blue. Yeah. I think it was... Uh, I want to say I Church. I think they closed their doors. I don't know. No. Yeah. Or was it no, Rooster, Rooster Teeth didn't, because Rooster Teeth... They're still going? Yeah, I believe they uh, have something to do with this animation called Ruby. Uh-huh, so okay. I know that's still fairly going. Gotcha. And on to some tech. Which is just going to be me blurting a lot of things out. Uber has a quiet mode, but only for pricey riders, which is mad stupid. If you get the regular Uber, you can't tell your driver to shut up. That's annoying. I heard about the um the silent mode in which I was like, okay, that's cool. Because, like, to be honest, like, you know, maybe you're having a bad day. Or maybe you're an introvert and you just don't like talking to people. Or, you know, whatever your reason be. And, like, I understand, like, sometimes, like, Uber drivers just want to be polite. Like, listen, I, I was uh, a shuttle driver for BMW and Land Rover. And when you're in a car all day driving people, mm-hmm. like, you just you just want to talk. Um, you, you know, you get bored. But then, you know, you have those customers. I I can't tell you how many times uh, a customer has gotten in the car and I've said like, hi, how are you? And they're either like on the phone and they ignore me or like whatever. And you're just like, oh, cool. I'll just go fuck myself then. Um, and then you're just sitting in traffic for 45 minutes, not moving. And it's just dead silent. And like they're on their phone emailing or whatever, just looking outside the window. And you're just like cool and it's not even like two it's like i can't play the music too loud or like i have to play like a station that's like kind of customer safe yeah you know what i mean so uh like i get it but then at the same time it's just like if you're gonna put that feature and then just like put it for everybody i fuck with it like the idea of it but damn sure gotta put it for everybody like i don't want to buy an uber xl or uber exotic just to fucking say yeah shut up and who the hell wants to buy an Uber Exotic and then say shut up? Not want to talk to you about this car. What the fuck? That's a thing? Uber yeah. Exotic? Yeah. It might not be like where Around we here, are, but, but I've... Uh, probably like down in Miami and like Cali. I'm, I'm trying to think. I think it was The Rock. He was at one point, he did like a commercial for it or like a YouTube oh, video. Oh, all those celebrities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like pull up and yeah, okay. Yeah, but like it is normal. Like Lambos and shit. That you That's can get fucking those. hysterical that people have Lambos. And they're like, hmm, I need some side cash. I'm going to go Uber. Just imagine fucking like ordering Uber Eats and you get like Taco Bell. And a motherfucker like in a half million dollar car pulls up to give you your $12 meal. Like, I, really? I, or, you wasted $2? You fucking wasted more gas driving for a fucking Taco Bell to my house. That v- V12 engine and Whoa. shit. I mean, they do say that. Most people who get these cars and stuff are, um, they're like 
older people and they don't really have much to do. They just drive it to work yeah, and back. They're so bored. I can I can see that. I've got an Uber. I'm gonna be an Uber Eats person just so I can drive my car more. I can see that being yeah, the thing, I, I, but that's yeah, still fucking that, wild. Yeah. Like I'm still gonna look at you like, this is what you're doing with your life. Yeah. Did you put your life savings on this, or are you just bored? <laughs> I know you don't need this cash. Slide it over here. Hell no. Other than that, we got we got the <laughs> first. <laughs> we got the first um one terabyte micro SD card for five hundred dollars. Um, that's pretty high, but that's really cool because I guess there actually hasn't been a one terabyte micro SD card. <laughs> I just can't think of something to use it for. Thanks for that burp, man. Yo, I'm not gonna lie, my chest vibrated on that one. <laughs> Worst part is I did it right into the microphone too. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry for anyone whose ears died when that. Yeah, I might, I might have happened. popped a few ear drums here, here and there. <laughs> but yeah, um, you can go get your one terabyte micro SD card for five hundred dollars right now. Most likely on Amazon. I don't have any links for you guys, but look it up. I don't know why you would need it. Okay, you know what? If you have a switch and shit yeah you you know go go spend your money on a fucking 500 micro sd card and ios 12.3 dropped last week changing up apple tv a little bit but still opting to give us videos in portrait mode which is really fucking weird i would like my videos to open up in landscape mode if i'm gonna watch a fucking video especially on an app that is centered around tv because that is how you get the full experience but, I mean, the new fucking update changes the logo to Apple, sign, plus TV. It rearranges the things a little bit, so it kind of looks cool. Tells you what's up next on all the things that you watch. Um, I hate it for the simple fact that it tells me all these shows that I watch that are on different apps. But when I click on it, it opens up another app. And I understand people want their money for their apps or they want their apps to be used. But it's like, if I have an app that's telling me what I want to watch, just open it up in this app. Like, don't say, okay, click it. You want to watch that episode? Bet, we're going to take you to Crunchyroll so you can watch that episode now. No, I'm already logged in. Do it from the app. Now, enough ranting with that stupid update. Adobe is telling people that they could get sued for using older license of certain versions of their products. And I just think it's funny because it's like, Adobe, you created this project. I paid to use this project. Let me keep using this project, uh, project, this, this application. Like, I understand you make newer stuff, but this is why I like to own things. Memberships are annoying because they could just do stuff like this. I get it. It's not in the lease anymore, but it's like, bro, I paid that for that for the 12 years that it was active. Why the fuck do I have to stop now? Like, why? So fucking dumb. Adobe. You dick. No, TV shows, right? TV shows. What are we talking about next? TV shows? Yes, sir. TV shows. Can I shit on Flash yet? Can I shit on Flash yet? Yes, you can shit on Flash. Do we have any news about TV shows, or are we only talking about... We got some news, but we can hit this flash real quick. Wow, no, it's still fresh in no, my mind. We'll do that. We'll go. All right. Black Mirror's coming out. New episodes. Three episodes. What? Season five. In June 5th. I'm pissed off. They thought Bender Snatch was an excuse to only give us three episodes for Black Mirror. I'm not having it. 
Well, maybe they're longer episodes. They better be two-hour episodes each. They could be. They better be. Could be. Uh, CWC announces Deathstroke animation. Trying to burn through these so we can talk about Shady Flash. Uh, Disney. Are you looking forward to that Deathstroke animation? Uh, yeah. I'll actually watch CWC for that. I should have watched it for Constantine when they bought him back a little bit, but I'm going to do that later. I do. D- depend- oh, no, it was in Vixen. D- d- depends on if it's... The same actor? What, or connected? For, for what? Deathstroke? For Deathstroke. No, no. I, I don't care if it's connected to that or not. Mm. Actually, I prefer not. Um, I, if they create their own uh, Deathstroke series and it's in the style of the other DC films, the mm. animated films, then yeah. I'll the follow. current ones or the older ones? Yeah, current ones. Okay. Uh, define older ones. The older ones would be like Public Enemy, uh, the old Justice League movies and cartoons. No, the, the more newer okay. ones. Uh, Disney just acquired all of Hulu. Which is kind of weird. Yeah. No, we knew that was going to happen. I mean, it's still weird. Disney. I just hate when Disney purchase shit. Disney's taking over the world. They are. American Horror Story fans rejoice. We get a season nine. And it is a slasher based uh, season with pure horror aspects instead of just creepy cool stuff. So I'm looking forward to it because I'm sicko. Flash time? Flash time. Yay, Flash for shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So we have technically three episodes for you guys, but I mean, mainly we're just going to probably talk about the last one unless Uh, other shit comes to mind. I want to talk about the last two, if I can remember stuff from the second to last episode, but yeah, mostly the the last. Uh, Next podcast, I will talk about uh, DC Legends of Tomorrow and Arrow. Not Supergirl, because I just never got into Supergirl, and mm. I'm not going to binge five series, uh, seasons for that. Wait, it's on five seasons? I think it's on its four, fourth, maybe, Because I actually like Supergirl, maybe, no, I just never three. watched it. I don't know. I don't care, so I don't Fuck. know. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch the uh, Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow, because we have a Crisis on Infinite Earth coming soon. And... Yeah. And... Um, the end of the season ties into Crisis on Infinite Earths. I heard. So I'm going to binge that. I will give my reviews on that. And yes. For anyone who has not caught up on The Flash or Arrow and really wants to, just know that Netflix is supposedly going to be getting all of the CW shows that ended next week. It already has uh, Arrow and um, Legends. This The seasons that ended? Yep. Yep, All right, I, I just started watching um, uh, the new season of Arrow uh, earlier this morning. Word. So then I don't Flash know will be on there next Flash, week, possibly. Which Because um, Flash just ended. Arrow ended, I think, a little like bit Like a week before. ago. And yeah. I think DC's uh, Legends as well. Let me find out right now. While he checks that, I'm going to mention that um, Riverdale is such a great show. And it ended. And I mean, for now. And I cannot go wait. Like the season, right? Yeah, just the season. And I cannot wait to go watch that shit. It's coming to Netflix too. Really, really soon. I gotta go watch iZombie though. Fucking love iZombie. They did not post season five of Flash yet, which is the most current one. Not yet. So yeah, possibly just, next week. I think it just finished, so. Yeah, it did. Keep your eyes out. Because we're about to tell you exactly why we didn't fuck with it that much. And if you want to watch it, keep skipping ahead until we stop talking about it. Um... 
Oh, it ended so shitty, and I'm so mad. Yeah. It, the first half of the season, it, not that it was great, but it was way better than the end. All right, Cicada was such a great villain at the beginning. Then it, it was overplayed. Very overplayed. And then we had a second Cicada. She, 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 Cicada, as Cisco says, um, which also got overplayed. And then I, I kind of hated her in the last two episodes because she got very, uh, that the the actress playing Shakeda was trying to act just like the, the dad, actor, or, um, the, the, uncle, the uncle technically, yeah. um, the original Cicada with like the, the growling, dark kind of gurgly voice. I and, actually hate that voice so fucking much. And it was just so annoying. And I was just like, girl, just do your own. Like, I get it. You're mad. You want to murder everyone. Like, cool, whatever. But like, you don't have to be this annoying. Yeah, it actually got super overplayed. I thought I was really hoping they were going to end Cicada like at, at the very least six, seven episodes ago. I, I genuinely didn't think that it would last the entire season. That's what I thought. Like, when I heard Godspeed was coming, I was like, all right, they're going to end Cicada soon. Give us a Godspeed tease that'll lead into next season. No. We just Godspeed got better come back for tease. next season, though. I'm pretty sure he will. I really want, um, what's it called? Thawn to enter, you know, another timeline, whatever, and pull out Godspeed and be like, here, Barry, deal with this bullshit. <laughs> but also i don't know how i feel about another speedster as long as he's not the main because you know thon's gonna be the main villain again mm-hmm. unless that gets scrapped i really hope what they do is do crisis on infinite earths in the beginning of the fall season yeah and that's what starts off uh the next season of arrow flash and legend well all the cw shows really um i would i think that'd be really cool because then essentially it's just like because normally what happens, it's like a mid-season thing. Mm-hmm. And then after the big crossover event, like they like mention it. But like, whew, remember that shit? That was wild. Moving on. But I, f- I think it would be really cool if they did the crossover in the beginning. And then that way, whatever happens, um, the season is essentially affected by it's that crossover. Yeah. It. Yeah. Nah, I would like that a lot better because it would also make more sense as to why um, Godspeed ends up in Flash's dimension. Cause like he wouldn't know to go to Flash's current timeline. He doesn't know as much like nor as Nora knows as to going to that time, mm-hmm. unless he's just randomly running through timelines. But that wouldn't make as much sense. Um, but I would, I want him to come back, and I'm cool with speedsters being his villains if it's done right. I hope they've been reading the newer comics to kind of get better ideas of how to do this show. This is why I wish certain people listen to like fans that do podcasts and stuff because honestly, Flash could be such a great show if they just didn't. This season was like um, all right. So I was listening to someone and and he had a very valid point, which I I always thought of, but I guess I never put into like words that last season the screenwriters, um, right screenwriters, yeah, yeah, script whatever the writers. They had um, uh, Iris, like mm-hmm. the character Ar- Iris. We all hated last season because she was out of her character. They didn't know how to write for that character. She was just annoying. She, you know, Barry was stuck in the time force and and then he came back and she was just like appointed the fucking leader 
of mm-hmm. Team Flash. And all of a sudden, she knew how to work the computers and was like, you know, knew how to do everything and can outsmart everyone, like strategically wise. And then, but she's a reporter. She didn't do any investigating. She didn't do anything with her, you know, newspaper related. She was just fucking captain of the team. And that's kind of what they did with this season with Nora. Like, they fixed Iris in the sense that they gave her her newspaper. She did a little more, you know, investigating stuff, which is great. Mm. But then Nora, I feel like, and just this series overall, they, they try to compensate not knowing what to do with just throwing us a bunch of bullshit and a bunch of, like... um story arcs all in the middle of like one big story arc which like didn't make it just it made it really sloppy you know actually if they treated it like some animes do it would work out a lot better how we read our comics they could do it that way but they have to do it right how we read our comics we understand that there's a big storyline like the rebirth thing right it is the main storyline of them like getting to Dr. Manhattan or finding out who's been taking out these memories. That's still a question in this comic um, in the Rebirth storyline right now. But in between that, we have like three-part comic of uh, Batman, let's say, fighting Bane. And somewhere along that fight, there is a clue that happens to point him towards something else. So he ends up crossing over with Flash for another two, three episodes comic books. And then he goes back to doing his own thing. And then it slowly progresses in the background to something big. But the episodes could be, they could just be better. Like, stop screaming Cicada's name every two episodes, every yeah. episode. Like, that, that's when, technically when you, it. When you really think about it, the amount of different topics they, they gave us. So, uh, it's Nora, right? Revealing that she's the daughter. And mm-hmm. mind you, Team Flash does a DNA test and just goes, yep, she's our daughter. We believe her. Nothing to worry about. It's like, what? what? You should still be concerned. Um, and look what happened that um, Sherlock wanted to... I was about to say that too. Wanted to be like, question her. And they're like, no, 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 no. She's our daughter. She's good. Yeah. Like, just, com- okay. And the thing is, I know Barry trusts people, but he's also the first one that used to question people too. Yeah. Like, why should I trust you? Where the hell did you come from? Exactly. Sure, you could be like, that's your daughter, but you should look into How do things. I know you're not my evil daughter? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like... Um, so, yeah, we had Nora, we had Eobard Thawne, we had Shark King versus Grodd, um, Sherlock's love interest at the end, um, Caitlin Snow and Killer Frost, and then her dad, you know? Uh, we had Cisco's love interest. We had... Two of them. <laughs> we had... Um, uh, baby giraffe what's his name um dibney uh elongated man yeah but what's his um dibney ralph dibney ralph that was the first name ralph we had ralph's kind of story arc somewhere in there although um side note i really like uh ralph's um evolution in this series in particular last series or last season um he was just kind of like the butt of the joke all the time and this one he really grew up and he really became part of team flash and like a real like um investigator like sherlock said he's slowly one of my favorite characters yeah right now compared to everyone on this show him cisco whenever he's not being a little pussy and 
Shut oh, up. he had the best line of the entire season. He was like, um, when he was about to shoot that gun at the um, the part of the dagger. Uh, no, 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 the the mirror gun oh, thing. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, he's like, you know, sometimes you just gotta pull your pants down and and slide down the ice. Right. <laughs> Everyone's looking at him like, what kind of saying is that? What the fuck? What do you do on your spare time? That's why I think he's one of my favorite characters. And then, because I don't know if you caught it, but later on, he also had another butt reference. He was like, hold on to your butts or something like that. I was like, dude, what's with no, you yeah, butts yeah. this episode? I didn't piece it together that he was saying so many butt jokes, but I did uh, catch that one. Cisco's a funny guy. Yeah, I, I, I think Ralph, they did a really good job with Ralph this, uh, this season. I hope he only keeps growing as a character. Um, as a superhero and as a just important kind of plot thing. Because I like how he was the one that realized Thawne's real plan and not Sherlock or anyone else. Because, like, everyone was like, ah, you're stupid. And, like, because he also couldn't understand uh, time traveling and the different timelines and all that. And then at the end, he was just, he was the one that figured it out. It was really cool. He was piecing things together. And it made sense, too. It was like. And the fact that he sacrificed himself, too. Like he's yeah, making, I, he's making real superhero moves. I was a little upset. I was like, oh shit, is he going to be stuck like that for like the rest of the season, like until the end of the episode? And then they fixed it. I was like, yay, I actually like Baby Giraffe now. Um, yeah, it, it was heartwarming too when Sherlock was like adult giraffe. <laughs> Yo, seriously, I was like, oh and you man, cop- I don't want Sherlock to leave. You either. notice how um, he, uh, he gifted him the, um, the giraffe stuffed yeah, animal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen that. That was pretty cool. I looked at it. I was like, oh, it's a baby giraffe <laughs> for baby giraffe. I'm trying to think what else. Like, there's there's so many moments where I was watching it and I was genuinely just like, really? You fucking like, just everything Nora was in the last couple episodes. Like, I just, oh, I'm so happy she's gone. I don't to be know honest. if it's her acting or it's, if it's, it's, it's both. It's between the acting and the writing for her they kind of make her a shit character like i want to like her i could like I do, her I, I wanted to like her so but. i liked her in like the first two episodes because i get it she was like you know she was happy to be with her parents she was acting like super kiddish it's like cool after four episodes i was just like oh shut the fuck up oh i really was hating her when she came back with the negative speed force and she um she was saying i can trust the villains but then and then she got mad when they like double crossed her yeah, like duh they're, they're villains. villains and then she tells us her plan and is like no i didn't really trust them i was trying to get something and like i get that but you did actually try and trust them like mm-hmm. you really you genuinely not were just just playing the part but you also thought that they were going to work with you and like you can't be surprised they're villains you think they give a fuck about you especially when they find out that your dad's the flash like they thought you were just another speedster until then Although I like how um, it's cool. I think they kind of did this too because so Detective uh, West, Mm -hmm. Alan, no. Yes, Detective West. Uh, Not West. Joe Joe, Joe Joe West. West. There we go. Um, (laughs) Is now Captain Joe West, which I'm really happy about. But I think they kind of did that because in Arrow, we lost uh, Captain... um, Oh, whatever the the bald guy in Arrow, whatever his name was, um, oh, Canary's dad. Fuck, what was his name? I can't remember. I can't remember. Anyway, but yeah, he went from detective to cat captain to like mayor, uh, chief of security, whatever. So we lost him. So I feel like they kind of created that void 
um, created the void. Now, uh, try to fill in that void uh, with uh, Detective Joe West now. Well, Captain Joe West. But I like Lance. that. Lance, yeah. Yeah, it was Captain Lance. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm happy that they kind of they gave him that promotion. And I like how um, saying was like, uh, if you ever need help, you'll have the Flash. And Flash is like, what? Who? Uh, yeah, I don't know that, you. And that he's shit like, was bad he's like, Bro, I'm a detective, too. And he's like, you're right. You're right. Like, yeah, all right. You're right. I'm the Flash. Um, Let's see. What else did I fucking hate about that? Oh, all right. So, listen, I understand that. How Thon talks. Sorry. Carry on. Yeah. You know what? That Why are you whispering? Issue. Why are you whispering? It's you're not in a library. Okay. You can fucking, you're in jail. Yell. Okay. I'm tired of fucking turning up the volume every time you got to talk and then immediately turning down the volume because Run, someone else Barry. is talking. Run, Barry. <laughs> I'll be after you, Barry. Like just, and Nora, yo, I believe you tell, in you. Okay. You whispering when you're two feet away. I get that. Sometimes they'd be like 20 yards away and he's whispering. I, I would love to see one scene of Thawne talking to whoever and then the other person just goes, what? Ha? Huh? What? So, sorry, you want to speak up a little bit? You Speed over here and then whisper in my ear because that's the only correct time to fucking whisper and just whisper is when you're A, in a library or in someone's ear. That, that's fucking actually, Thawne. it does bother me. But I was also going to say, I know that, like, supposedly, I don't tend to run into these newses, but supposedly Cisco said he was going to leave the show, and he ended up doing. You know, if, if I, when he was walking away after, mm-hmm. at the end, I was like, is he smiling? Because, like, he feels like he did, a, he ended on a high note, and he's, and he's happy with leaving, or they just told him to smile. It's like, is he done now, or is he? Is he going to die in crisis? And that's how he gets out. That's his exit. I would like him to come back as a super... Well, t- t- fuck, see? He's not a superhero anymore. He took the fucking serum. Yeah. Like, that's why I, don't, I can't even see him dying in crisis unless something brings back the Cisco with power. No, and then he, he, can, he can help out. And then, you know, explosion, something, and he dies. Actually, I want, I want him... Not that I want him to die, but if he were to exit the show, I'd rather him die. I'd rather him die just because I don't. I think this show, with the amount of superheroes and between the Arrowverse in general, I think that we have so many characters and not enough people die. I feel like they're like people who die are always like these side characters you really don't care about. I, I feel like some of the main people have to die. I'd be fine with them killing Cisco instead of him walking away. To be completely fucking honest, I'm I like Cisco enough to the point where I'm really upset that he took the superhero serum cure and I mean the Medicare and fucking went off and had his happy life. He started becoming such a little bitch at the end of like this whole thing. I want him. What I, you know, it's. Because realistically, you can't just let him walk away. Because then whenever there's something going on, they'd be like, hey, call Cisco. And then he'd be like, nah, I'm not going to help out. It's like, oh, really? You're not going to help out save the city anymore? Okay. So when everyone dies and it's a thousand lives on your, that that's on you. And then he's like, ah, oh, fine. Realistically, like, the only he, proper way I think that character can leave is if he dies. He didn't even talk to Barry. Did you realize that? He was talking to Kate. About leaving? About Yeah. Because at the, I mean, I get 
His decision is his decision at the end of the day. Like, yeah, I get that, but it's your team that you're gonna that's, leave. That's and... probably something like off camera that happened. You know what I mean? That we're supposed to imagine that happened. I don't think everything has to be shown. Um, I, I don't, ca- but I, I always hate like... characters that like or people that like watch movies. Like, kind of this is the John Wick problem that it's a ten minute fight scene that's mm-hmm. uncut. It's just you know mad fluid, and he just never stops shooting and you never see him reload but i think it's just like he reloads no it's like he reloads just we didn't see it yeah you know what i mean i hear that it's just only reason i'm picky about this particular thing is he was so, so invested into team flash he's been there since the beginning of team flash you just would have thought that they would have showed like the team kind of supporting him or not supporting him with his decision. Maybe that's something we'll have next in the beginning. Next, who knows? I don't know. I think if, that's a, that, that's at least my problem. If right they now. legit skipped over it, it kind of does bother oh, well, me. Well, if they, I want to know what Barry, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it. if, if they saying. don't touch on it at all, then it'll be like, what? That's kind of what they did in um the the first Fast and the or well, the only Fast and the Furious movie right after Paul Walker's death mm-hmm. is um. It's like something, you know, in the middle of the movie, they're like, oh, we can really use, you know, Brian and Mia's help. And they're like, yeah, but they want to be left alone. Or like, we don't want to risk endanger them because of the baby. And they're like, you're right. And they just like moved on. It was like a quick little nod to just be like, these characters are alive, but we can't touch them anymore. And then like, just forget about it. So I, that's what I don't want to be. And then like the, when Flash comes back on to just be like, hey, what if we call Cisco? I'd be like, can't do that anymore. I'd be like, you're right. And then just move on. I would like the Cisco issue to hinder them. I would like yeah, it to become I, a thing I, I, where they kind of think But that's what I'm it. saying. I want Crisis of Infinite Earth in the beginning of the seasons, Cisco die, and that's the ramification. Yeah. Just like how um, the Flashpoint affected mm-hmm. the Arrow the actual uh, yeah. arrow season and because with like john john had a daughter now he has a son um stuff like that so yeah and then i also want them to struggle without that cisco character i don't want cisco to leave and then them just kind of replace that character with like another kind of wonky person or whatever you know like oh, a nerd for sure. i actually i think that the team should stay at size sure if you get another uh Harrison Wells, like you always do. Yeah, they're always going to have a Harrison Wells, but yeah, don't don't replace. Just deal with them without them. Yeah, um, because another thing that I have is Barry in the comics is smart as fuck. Oh, this is what I wanted to fucking say about. I was so mad in the last two episodes. Every time Barry gets hit and thrown across across the room, he passes out for like five minutes. I get it, but man, it you doesn't got, make any sense. You got super speed, super strength. You can like phase through things. Like in the comics, he is it. so durable. And then in the show, it's just like flick. And he's like, I'm just going to take a nap for a little bit. I don't know. what I, Was I talking to you or Mo? But when Nora. Shout out, Mo. Um, when Nora watched her friend get vibed through. Yeah, I think we were talking about this. She just stayed on the floor. Yeah, what's what's with CW and always just like, especially with Flash characters. Like, okay, maybe they can't get to them in time to save them. But at least get up. But at least you can make an effort, you know what I mean? Like, Because it's just... really your fault if you're sitting there. Like, that's what Nora did. She looked up. She had enough strength to pick her head up and say, no, 
don't do that. <laughs> and, and instead of just sprinting, this? yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean this thing right here <laughs> that I'm not even doing at super speed? I'm just casually moving kind of relatively slowly to your friend's chest? Yeah, like you can totally come stop me if you want. No, I'm going to lay here. But <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> what, what would be mad funny right if like secretly like she hated her friend he's like i'll kill her and he'd be like and she's just like oh no don't do that like you you, you sure you don't want to get up and try to stop me oh um oh no <laughs> that'd be fucking hilarious actually but yeah flash is smart in the comic books he does a lot of his own technology making. Yeah, they, they really dumbed him down and like made him weaker in this. I understand that they made it to do like for Cisco, but they could have at least still gave Barry a proper brain yeah. because now this is not going to make sense if he's just smart. Like unless they get like Steampunk Sherlock, um, Harrison Wells or a Harrison Wells that's smart as fuck. I really want to know what the next Harrison Wells is going to be. Me too. I like the Harrison I like him as an actor because he's doing so he's, many. He has so range. Remember when you said when I when the series first came out, mm-hmm. and you were like, "I don't really like him." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Just wait, like, just give him a chance." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like in the first season, again, you know, he was like that dark ominous, and you're like, whatever. And then, um, and then I think after when we heard he was coming back. That's when you were like, ah, I don't really know how that you like. I don't, I don't like how they're gonna bring him back. I was like, give him a chance and look what happened. Like, well, that's because there's whether whether that's his one thing character fits or not. He does such a great job. Like For last sure. season with the um, the um, the Harrison Wells or H whatever or Wells whatever they call HR H yeah HR and he was like a fake like he was smart but not as smart as like he like and he was just like con artist kind of thing. Yeah, like he that played that role funny. so good, and then like I thought the French thing was gonna get played out so fast. I fucking loved it. That's why I'm kind of waiting for the next one because so far every Wells that they've given me is done well. And yeah. what was what was really good about the French thing is like it wasn't just him with a French accent. Mm-hmm. He genuinely like was French. Like uh, I've seen a few like French comedies and like or, or French videos and whatnot. Um, and he just had kind of the the quick wittiness of french people and like their just the way they kind of think and whatnot so like whenever he calls like baby giraffe and so like the insults and like whenever someone's like super worried and he's like no you know could be worse yeah like uh, he he just did a great job and like he him and ralph are the two best things that came out of the season for sure i really fuck with both of them they've developed so well and like this dude honestly his acting is just freaking great yeah he from whisper man to smart ass man to detective to fake smart man like he's he's like the split dude right now he's probably about to be better than him (laughs) the the best is when in one episode where they have multiple the the council of wells yeah i like that that's always really good too like dude you have talent another thing about this I think this is my last point. Actually, I'm sad that Nora's gone, but I'm happy that she's gone. Because they did her so bad. So happy. But now, that's another thing. I hope that they complain about that. You notice that this crisis is the crisis on the thingy too, right? Like, it at the end, it just said... Yeah. She tried to stop all this from happening. What'd she do? Sped this the fuck up. 
That's mad funny because it's the opposite of what she was trying to do. Now her dad's going to die a lot sooner, possibly. All right, but my last point was the negative speed force was so underplayed in this show. Yeah. Because I think we've been reading Flash since actually, they introduced hold on, pause. it. You know what I'd, I'd actually mm-hmm. be okay with? The end of Crisis... Barry does a thing where he has to run and evaporate. Because who who did that last? Um, someone did that. Who was it? Kid? Kid Flash? Um, no, Kid Flash is still alive. I mean. Or did he split himself and one? Are we talking recent comics or in general? No, no, no like in the TV show. Oh, in the TV someone show. Someone did the whole running until you evaporate thing. Um. I don't think that was in this TV show. It was, yeah, it was. It was, um, it was a villain who they turned into, like, a good person to help out mm-hmm. or something. And they had to run in circles. And then that person disappeared because of Velocity 9 or something like that. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm making shit up. I think that was a season before. I think I might know what you're talking about, but that was Regardless, not this season. I'd be okay if, um... Flash vanishing was him, like, cause t- he he does his whole speed thing, disintegrates, mm-hmm. and then they're oh, left without a Flash, and they don't know if he's in the Speed Force, they don't know if he's dead, they don't know like what happened. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, meanwhile, what they do is create Wally West, the second Wally West. Mm-hmm. And like the the ginger white Wally, yeah. Um, but then him not be related to to the West family. His name happens to be West. Um, or can can he be? No, he's not related because then he has to be black. Yeah, he can be a second one. He could just they they could make up a second cousin. Yeah, sure. All right, but yeah. Introduce a new Wally Kid Flash something, mm. and then they train him, and they use him to to find Barry in like the Speed Force or something like that. I'll accept that. I'd you be cool with that. I'd be I'd cry though. But I was just gonna say the negative Speed Force is underpowered because we were reading the comics, and like the negative Speed Force is supposed to be hella fucking strong and destructive, almost uncontainable, and like. It was just... I think they'll explore that more next season with Thawne, to be honest. I hope they do, and I hope they add more to it. Because, I mean, I understand it's a TV show, but... Come on, bro. The negative Speed Force is something. If you touch it, you gotta make it seem as bad but it's also, as it they, is. They make up so much science bullshit that I think at this point they're even confused. They might be. So, that's why they maybe they don't touch on it as much. Because it's another thing they have to explain and then also remember and then continue making sense of it while, you know further down the season so but i think that's enough flash talk um switch to comics comics i have a a random comic question what would you say is the comic that got you into comics that really made you like one day be like yo i want to start reading comics i don't think it was a comic book specifically i think it was just our friendship Mm-hmm. Um, pause for Oz. Um, because when when we first met in high school, senior uh, freshman year, 
and we just talked because I've always had an interest in, in superheroes and Batman and stuff like that. I just I didn't I read a few comics, but nothing like, oh, this is what makes me want to get into it. Mm-hmm. I think you gave me a few, you know, novels, uh, comic book novels and like, yeah, I read them. And they were, you know, I, I liked them and they were Batman stories and they were really good. But I think it was when I, my biggest complaint was always how there was no good place to start. Because I wanted to read from the beginning. I didn't want to fucking, you know, at, at comic book 42. Yeah. Um, And then sure enough, uh, DC Rebirth launched. And that's where I started from literally like issue one rebirth and then into everything now i have like three over 400 comics did i tell you about rebirth or did you happen to stumble upon it i think we were we both kind of just knew about it and then we were talking on excitement and stuff like that because yeah now i, re- I kind of like vaguely remember when we both were having a conversation about rebirth and like we both were like yeah we're gonna get them and shit that's when we went over to dave's and yeah. um we went to go try and pick up our first few ones we created my art well actually we no, we both created our first, first uh, pull is actually there whatnot because we were trying to figure out where the best comics comic shop was because there's one in stanford and there's dave's obviously um yeah because we were actually rolling around trying to get to because we were to going it. to i think i think it was our senior year of high school um yeah, that was coming out so we were thinking about doing stanford because it was Close to, to school, school, but then it wasn't coming out until we hit NCC. So then that's when we were going to Dave's. Shout yeah, out Dave's bro. Comic Book Shop. What is Heroes it and Comics. Heroes and Her- Comics? Uh, Heroes and Cards Comic Shop. That's a really interesting name. I forgot he does uh, sell cards and he does Magic Gathering. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that, I mean, that's what it was. Um, I always watched, like, the... the um, I had Batman toys as a kid. Uh, I was, always liked it. I just never... There was n- not something in particular that was like, this is what's going to get me into comics. So, Word. For me, it'd definitely be a... It's actually Final Crisis. My boy, when I used to work at ShopRite, and uh, while I was in high school, my boy I met who trained me, he was big into comics, always has been. I hung out with him a couple times, and then one time he showed me his Final Crisis book because I mentioned something about Crisis on Infinite Earths because I always knew about it, never read it, but the only one he had was Final Crisis, so he gave me the book to read, and I read it, and I was like, yo, this story is so confusing that it's so freaking good. I read it again like a week after, gave it back to him, and I was like, yo, where do you get your comics from? And like, ever since then, um, I didn't get single issues. But he took me to the comic shop a couple times, and then I used to go to Barnes and Noble, and I just bought mad volumes of comics. Like that is what got me into that shit, and I don't regret it at all. Like, yeah, it gets costly when you start finding other things that you like, but oh, it gets dumb costly for real. But Although these stories better are better than so a drug great. habit. It sure is. But man, I've read some dope ass stories all because of that one book that my friend gave me. So. I'm, I fuck with that shit. All right. You want to speak on Batman first? Or what is the only comic we got to talk about? Uh, I mean, we could just... Do you have, it, you, do you have your uh, Marvel corner? I do have my Marvel corner. Right, so then, yeah, we'll do Batman, Marvel, and then uh, that'll be it. 
Um, let me just see. I want to check if I had any news related. Oh, did you do, do you hear about Twilight might be Batman or was in talks for Batman? Apparently, it's not true anymore. But well, they've they've been saying for a while that Robert Pattinson and then Nicholas Holt, yeah, uh, were the two front runners. If they decide to go with Batman, or uh, Batman, if they decide to go with Robert Pat Patters Patterson Patterson. Patty Wolfie, or no, he's a vampire. Um, if they decide to go with him, I'm not upset at it. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe when in certain films, especially with directors, when they choose a person that everyone is like, "Oh, how can you do that?" Da, 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 that it's actually the best decision. Because look at Heath Ledger and Joker. Mm-hmm. If you look at Heath Ledger's profile before. The Dark Knight, on paper, he's a terrible choice. Mm-hmm. But he was the best Joker. Nah, I hear that. Um, same thing with, like, you know, people have their shit on Batflack. Um, but to be, for me, Ben Affleck was the best comic book interpretation of um, Batman in Batman vs. Superman. I would still like to see him in his solo movie before I say anything. Because I'm not going to say I hated Batman vs. Superman, but I really want it. Actually, you know what? No, I fucked with him in Justice League. In Justice League, it was it was too bright for me because that was all Josh Whedon. That's but... what I'm saying. I fucked with him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I still like the character, but um, he Cause was... Because his intro was dope he was, he was still... fighting the Parademon. He was still... um. A little too happy, happy Gilmore for me. Um, for sure, I can he, see he's, that. he's a little. He should be a little more serious. That's why I he was a little too movie. serious in Batman vs Superman. But, um, but then yeah, I mean, there's there's uh, a lot of people gave shit to Gal Gadot uh, for being Wonder Woman, but she ended up being like a great because she was like a model. I was always on that. God. she um but before she started being wonder woman you know um they gave her shit for that and she ended up being like a, a phenomenal one um so i'm okay with that i prefer nicholas holt because i like him as an actor more mm-hmm. um but robert pattinson actually has a few good movies where like his acting chops is like it's up there and you don't need to be super ripped because if they're doing like a younger batman like mm-hmm. in his 20s like i i and i've seen photos of robert where he's like He's toned and, he, yeah. and he's pretty buff. Like supposedly that's, he's been trying to go to the gym more personally because yeah. of. But I mean, he, he he looks good, and if you can maybe like uh, get a little more defined, like then yeah. Um, but um, I'm I'd prefer Nick, but if we go with Rob, I'm cool with that. Uh, another thing is the dude who made Cable, Rob uh, Liefeld. <coughs> mm-hmm. He said he was flattered and honored by DC's caliber character. Oh, because it's which, it's so based off him. It's like, but I just love how he's not mad or anything. He's like, copy comic books, copy comic books. So like, yeah, I'm yeah, happy that do. they yeah. thought my work was cool enough that they wanted to make their own version. Yeah. So like, I fuck with the way that some of the comic people handle these situations. And then writer Tom King, which is related to what we're going to get into soon said that there's a twist coming that will change the character Batman for a generation or more. So um, we're slowly waiting to see what that is, but I'm starting to think I might know what it might be. And with that being said, 
Let's get into Batman issue. Seventy one. Seventy one. How'd you like it? I actually thought that that was like a nine point five out of ten, mainly because it was showing how like how broken Batman has becoming over the years. Like that's how I see it. Not even over the years. It's it's how much that like Bane really got to him. Bane really messed them up. That too, but I'm just saying, like, it's Bane is fucking with his head on top of all the all the things that's been happening to him and these 70 issues. We'll just go with the rebirth line. So the 70 issues, um, and then this Catwoman thing, which whether he admits it or not, it did fuck with him a bit. Oh, it it bothers so him much, so much, so much that she walked out. And what you're able to see, kind of like the first time, is batman really afraid because like he knows he's not right but he just doesn't want to accept it yet so it's him struggling to really accept that when when tim came up to him Mm -hmm. especially tim uh and he was like it's okay like we know you loved her and like and and batman just punches him in the face and he's like you don't know shit bro that that is a cry for help if anything had me like in tears for robin i was just like yo yo bats what's they good? just they just want to love you and help you and you're just like yeah like that's the one thing i'm i love batman in general but if batman was my friend the one thing i would tell him is you need like you have a family you gotta you gotta give them a little bit more love yeah. than you do like i love the way they make him i like that about him because as a reader it's just fantastic to see someone who is so stubborn because you don't get that a lot. But like, if I was his friend, I'd be like, yo, bro, come on. These are your children. Whether you like it or they like you or not, they will always consider themselves your children at the end of the day because you've done so much for them. Even if you put them in danger, they fucking love you. And like, they only want the best for you. But it was, I'm kind of confused. I'm as confused as Batman though. Oh yeah. Because... I want to know if Bane's still in his head because we know he's out of whatever he was in. I th- I think he just went through so much mental torture and confusion and whatnot that he's still just disoriented. He doesn't. It's like Inception. He doesn't know what's real and what's like what world he's in essentially. Like what he saw was actually true and what he knows is wasn't real for a fact. Like you know he's he's just so discombobulated. Do you think? Um... Do you think he actually beat up those villains on his way out of Arkham? I, I don't know. I mean, it, I wouldn't put it past them, but I, I, I just, I genuinely don't know. Because this thing's starting to make me think we're in another dream ourselves. Because I want to believe that... Alright. I believe that Bane is actually doing something. And I believe... I mean, he's definitely doing something. We just we we don't know to the extent and like how bad it really is. And I do believe that there is an extension of Thomas Wayne that is still here, because my thing is um, that panel that they showed us where they were fighting each other. Mm-hmm. That's not in Bruce's head, because Bruce first met them at the table when they broke into his house. He didn't know his dad was back working with Bane. He just thought Bane was doing some weird shit. So that panel from three comics ago um, tells me that Bane really is doing something. 
and there is some form of Thomas Wayne that is working with Bane. Oh, yeah. But the way he's executing everything is just so ridiculous that it's making me question just as much as Batman is questioning what the fuck is going on. Like, am am I nuts or is Bane just really fucking smart? Because that's what Batman's going through right now. But he's not going to say it. No, because that means he's he's admitting that Bane is winning, winning currently. But see, if he was... Oh, I wish you read Dark Knight Metals because I wanted to make a connection. The Metals? Yeah, uh, the, the Batman who laughs currently. Oh. Uh, but let's just say if Batman admits that someone is winning, I feel like he'd be able to see through it because he'd have to come to grips with it and understand why they're winning. And then he'd be like, okay, I am bugging. Let me chill. And like... I don't know. The way he disrespected Gordon and everything, Batman's like really losing his shit right now. So I think that it, I think what's going to change him is his mentality. I think there's going to be a mental break that happens in Batman. That or I think everyone's going to leave him. I think I think uh Selina might come back and try to like talk with them and like kind of set them straight. I don't think that would help. I, you know what? I hope that this dude isn't going to make Batman kill. Because he says it's going to change Batman. And the only things that I'm thinking... Oh, you're talking about that writer? Yeah. Nah, they're, they're not going to do the whole killing thing. Because I can see him on the verge of killing Bane. But I don't think it would happen. Because another thing is... Would, I love Batman, but what is him without nah, his he won't villains? kill Bane. Because if he hasn't killed the Joker, then he's not going to kill Bane. Although, see, I think Bane is the worst villain to Batman, though. Yeah, because like, Joker just fucks with them. Meanwhile, Bane is trying to like he destroy physically, yeah. mentally, emotionally tries to break Batman. Yeah, Joker is more contained. He's more like, I just want to joke with you. Yeah, yeah. There's some really hard for jokes. I just want to cause chaos and just play. Yeah, like yeah, I beat your ward with a crowbar, but like. Bane does everything in a completely different way. And it hits home to Batman a lot harder. Yeah. I mean, I really can't. I'm mad that there are two weeks issues because I'm really looking forward to 72. Like, I want to know what the fuck is happening. And would you say, um, do you remember what issue you said City of Bane was going to start? 75. 75? Yeah. That's when shit's really going to take off. I can't wait because I know Batman's right at the end of the day. He might be doing everything wrong, but I know he's right. And I can't wait to see the face of, shit, I'm right. But I already know, I he's definitely going to break connections in this journey to try and find out if he's right. Because yeah. if you're smacking uh, Tim, you're definitely... I wonder how he's going to feel about that in the next, next uh, if they're going to touch on that. That's really what I want to hear. Like, right now, that's the first thing I want to hear is how everyone reacts to that smack. Because yeah. the way they drew that, yeah. it was like it was everyone felt it, was, it. Yeah, it was powerful. So, all right, I'm going to quickly tell you what DC Comics are coming out uh, this week for Wednesday, May 22nd. That would be Superman Action Comics 1011. It is uh, Leviant Rising Part 5. No, Leviathan, right? Yeah. Uh, Le- Leviathan Rising Part 5. Um, 
I'm missing that issue. I've been trying to figure out when it was going to start because I want to Levi- uh, the, the Rising. Rising yeah. yeah, I'm probably just going to wait for the, the novel. Yeah, I'm definitely buying that. Just top of the novel. Uh, Batgirl 35, Batman Beyond 32, uh, Batman Detective Comics 1004, Freedom Fighters number 6, Justice League Dark number 11. Uh, let's see what else we got. We got... Martin Martian Manhunter number five, The Flash seventy one, uh, Year One Part Two, The Outsiders, Silencers number seventeen, The Terrifics number sixteen, Wonder Woman seventy one, and those are your comics for this week. Now we transition to Marvel in Lamb's Marvel Corner. All right, guys. Um, I got a lot of fucking comics for you guys. It's a little nuts. I just got two pieces of Mar- one piece of Marvel news for you, which is Marvel and Hickman are dropping two new X-Men comics that line up with each other called Houses of X and Powers of X, which is actually supposed to be read as Powers of 10 in July, which will start a new relaunch for the X-Men series. Hickman is a really dope writer, and he's done some Fantastic Four stuff and some other comics I can't remember at this current moment, but I definitely advise any of you to go out and grab that if you're looking for a place to start with X-Men. Those are going to be the new stories that are going to push the future of X-Men and journey into the future of other Marvel X-Men related things. Now on to the corner. War of Realms Journey into Mysteries number two. We are starting this story off back in New York with Cinder talking to Ares as he begins to set a flame and die like a warrior. Cinder convinces Ares to go fetch Odinson's daughter in order to receive his warrior's death. And as we know, he accepts. The team finds a break at an RV campsite where they hold their free time down momentarily. Until during the campfire, residents turn into scrolls and start attacking the group. The scrolls get mopped against our heroes and soon stop fighting. Deathlock comes out with a baby and tells everyone to shut the fuck up. And then scrolls are mesmerized by the cute child. Or is it a spell of some sort? Remember, that baby is Asgardian. The War of Realms, New Agents of Atlas, number one. We start off in the North Pacific with Wave, who runs into Arrow whom both get interrupted by Cinder as she erupts from the sea. Then we are taken to Mumbai with Miss Marvel, Silk, Brawn, and Shang-Chi as they're demonstrating how to take down a robot as a team for a school of gifted children. They're not really working as a team, though. After a break eating lunch and some small arguing, they notice that the world is being attacked. Miss Marvel heads to New York as the rest of the team heads elsewhere to what they believe is the source. In Korea... The second team comes across a bunch of Korean superheroes who are being attacked by monsters of cinders trying to help out. They end up accidentally getting in the way. Back near the ocean, Wave and Arrow have been near beaten to death, but are met by Tutu Peli, who declares to be the only fire goddess, proposing a team up. Now, will our heroes succeed? Eh, We'll have to find out. This War of Realms stuff is getting nuts. The War of Realms, The Punisher. Issue number one. Just a beautiful night in Manhattan. 
Well, not really. Frank Castle breaks down the door into a piano shop to acquire some wire which he uses to make a trap against invading elves. Through the upcoming pages we see the Punisher killing elves and fighting against frost giants all on his own until the giants pick up a car with a family and throws it at Frank. He dodges but now his instinct tells him to save the family because we all know Frank's a family man. Further down the line after taking the only surviving member to a hospital Frank encounters a bus that is attacked by fire demons. After helping the attacked bus, Frank tells the prisoners they will help him help a hospital evacuate. One person thinks that they can defy Frank. So, needing to assort his dominance and show how serious he is, he shoots the convicted felon prisoner in his head. Next, they make it to the tunnel and save the hospital from an attack and begin to take point. We'll see more in issue two later this month. The War of Realms, issue number four. We pick up with Frank going to the realm which he finds the Light Elves and he convinces them to come back with him to join a war and execute a revenge. Back at the realm of Dark Elves, Lady Freya sends the Hulk through the Black Bifrost, She-Hulk, through the Black Bifrost and takes on all of the Dark Elves and I can never pronounce this realm so I'm going to not pronounce it, but the Dark Elf realm. We next see multiple teams evacuating every possible realm to Midgard to help aid in the fight. Back at Midgard, the Avengers Mountain is being attacked by Spider-Man's team, but Spider-Man's team arrives back. Shuri uses a celestial attack to fend off the enemies, and King Odin requests to know the whereabouts of his wife. We are shown a quick panel of Malekith torturing Venom, trying to get the symbiote for himself, turning him into his lapdog. Tony and the dwarves make, an Odin, make Odin an iron suit, and it is gold and badass as he is used to try used it to try and save his wife he journeys to where she is and they fend off the black elves until they die well we don't actually know if they die but we see them getting bombarded they're risking their lives we end with jane getting everyone to band together and thor coming into the room with a new arm and a passion to lead the team into war the War of Realms, Spider-Man, and the League of Realms, number one. Spider-Man and a bunch of warriors from other realms are sent by Thor to go to Nigeria and try to get Angels of Heaven to change sides and save any prisoners possible. The story is pretty simple. They think they're sneaking in the town, but the magic trick doesn't work, and they're ambushed. But Spider-Man finds the leader and talks her into a truce. But her actions have been reported to Malekith, and he plans to take care of her himself. The only thing I'm missing here is my newest Spider-Man issue, but I will bring that to you this week. And speaking of this week, I wanted to say that you may or may not get a podcast. And if you do, it will be with a guest as me and my normal host, Rob G, will actually not be in the same state. But I'm going to try and get you guys that episode. Most likely going to happen, though. I've already had this chat with this new guest, and they said they are completely down to give you guys some awesome content if necessary. Now, on to our recommendations. Right. There's that. Uh, for music, at least, new Halsey song, Nightmare. Yo, that song is fucking beautiful. Fire. I love that shit. Um, for me, coming on the movie side... What the fuck did I just watch? Yo, I just watched the movie, and I feel like I said something about it today. And Spider-Man? how the hell did I forget? No, not Spider-Man. That's the only thing you mentioned to me. 
Oh man, it's crazy because I just seen it. Oh no, it was a TV show. I just finished a show called All American about a black football player from Crenshaw. Who Isn't moves. that another CW show? It is. My friend got me to watch it and I fucking loved it. Yeah, it was good. It was actually hella good, like mad dope. A uh, black football player from Crenshaw moves to Beverly Hills to try and get a shot at becoming an all-American football player. And um, shit gets real. Shit gets tough. If you like black drama, if you like sports, if you like the mixture of all that and a really good story that's actually told pretty well but leaves you off on a really nasty cliffhanger that you can't wait for more, then uh, All-American is definitely the TV show for you. I got a recommendation for a show. If you have Netflix, um, if you like comedy, there, Ricky Gervais has an old series called Extras, and it's essentially about um, extras on movies and what they kind of have to deal with. And um, it's just like a funny little cheeky banter TV show. So if you ever just want to have a good laugh and uh, don't want to take watch a series with like... Um, too serious you know you just want to watch something light and funny uh check out extras and then actually i have a comic recommendation if you are interested in the marvel i mean the dc multiverse i mean it's not necessarily explaining it but is a nice comic where the multiverse characters end up having to fight each other it's called convergence shout out to me (laughs) it is a really dope comic i've just been reading it recently and it's just mad cool. And for all you people who have been feeding for your black Superman, he's actually in Convergence and he kicks ass. So Convergence by DC. They have volumes in your local bookstore and on Amazon. Alrighty. I would say that would wrap it up. Thank you guys for coming and listening to another episode. And we will see you again for episode 10. Me and mm-hmm. him most likely 11. But we'll see what happens. Stay tuned. Peace. Adios.